Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Collin II, and with me, as always, via Zoom is... It's Matthew Gomez Haas. It's a good name. Yeah. Good name, good name. Sorry. Is that a family name? Yep. Is your dad named Gomez or something? No. We had a cat named Gomez once. Not really. Um, <laughs> I had a cat named Cat. No, not really. But um, <laughs> and a um, a cat named Gomez would um, put on a more um, believable performance of Gomez than the actor who played Gomez in this episode. But um. Yeah. Possibly, yes. So, um... (laughs) Anyways, today on the show, we are talking about the pilot for the short-lived television series The New Addams Family. It ran for 65 episodes in one season, which is a lot for a one season, but it was cable so they can make as many episodes as they want. Um, it, uh, ran from October of 1998 until August of 2001. And that's still one season. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know how that works, but it's considered one season for some reason. Yeah, well, I guess um, I know a lot of Turkish series do that, though, too. Like, uh, this one I've been watching, it, uh, I looked up, you know, they have, like, you know, like something like 68 episodes or something like that. And, like, I look it up, and, like, the first season itself has, like, 34 episodes. Each one's, like, you know, 45 minutes long or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, how do they sell that stuff in DVD format? Like, just, like, eight? CDs or DVDs or whatever per season. Yeah, I that who knows <laughs> if they even sell yeah, it on DVD. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, this show was it was shot in Vancouver, Canada. Um, it uh featured a new cast and it was actually well received by viewers. Gomez Adams was played by Glenn. Toronto, Toronto. I don't know. Um, Morticia was played by Ellie Harvey. Um, it uh, it basically, you know, like the the original Adams Family that ran in the '60s. It's kind of a basically like a modern update of that show. Um, it was riding on the coattails of the uh, of the. Um, Adam's Family movies, like Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values, 
And also, it was produced by the same people who produced Adam's Family Reunion, which we have covered on the show before. I figured as much, yeah. Yeah, and um, also um, featured uh, Nicole Fugari, um, who uh, played Wednesday Adams in that movie. She reprised her role on this TV series as well. Mm-hmm. Um. They they came up with a new theme song for this, Matt. What did you think of the new theme song? Uh, I didn't like it. That, that was the same song they did at the end of um, Adam's Family Reunion, right? No, I think it's something song. different. Because the one at the end of oh. that was like some kind of rap song or something. Well, this is kind of like a like a sort of like R and B like vocal kind of group. I thought yeah. I thought this maybe uh, I didn't like it just because it. It felt out of place because, like, like I don't know, like you know, the whole episode, everything's supposed to be like spooky and scary or whatever, and like these guys are just like dressed in suits and stuff. Like, if they were dressed up, kind of like scary, you know what I mean? Like, it would actually make some like contextual sense, but like, it just like I don't know, it just felt like really like just out of place for me. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, what, uh, one notable difference between the original show and this series was that Wednesday and Pugsley, Pugsley, who was played by Brody Smith, were given expanded roles that highlighted their violent and sadistic personalities, Hmm. which was made popular by the Addams Family film. Um, another, uh, element that was carried over from the movies into this show was that Fester is Gomez's brother, whereas in the original show, he had been Morticia's uncle. Mm. So, yep. Okay. Yeah. So, what happens in this episode here, Matt? Uh, mind you, this was supposed to be, like, for what was it, like, ABC Family or whatever? What yeah. was it? Okay, so, this was supposed to be a family comedy, okay? And within the first minute, maybe, of the show, we're already introduced to, like, BDSM play between Morticia and Gomez, again, this is for ABC Family. Um, <laughs> she handcuffs. Well, what else do you? How else do you explain this? What they were doing? Uh, she handcuffs him, and he's like, "Oh, you know what the Miranda rights do to me?" And she like whispers seductively into his ear. Everyone knows that's what's going on. I mean, it's yeah, right. it, what's going on? Even the kids probably know what's going on just because of how lack of subtlety they had there. And um. You know, to them, this is like Christmas, you know, so it's like Halloween is like, you know, the greatest time of the year and all these kind of dumb jokes like, oh, you're so happy. I I would think you're at a funeral. You get it? Because everything they do is opposite of what normal people do. (laughs) Yeah. You know, type of thing. Which, you know, that was kind of the whole thing for the original you know that's their whole whatever yeah i mean it's the thing that's been going on since the original comic strip so yeah yeah so that's their whole deal but like how the guy playing gomez he's just too goofy for me like gomez to me like especially in the 
Adam's family reunion, uh, you know, there, there's a certain like danger element to Gomez. Like, like he's he's suave, he's he's funny, but he's kind of has like a sort of like cool factor to it. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, this I, guy I, is just, like I think. Well, well, this guy. I mean, he's kind of playing it more. Like he's got some elements of the of the movie version of uh, Gomez, um, but he's also got kind of uh, more like the original um, the original version from the '60s TV series. Okay, because uh, in the '60s TV series, he was goofy like this too. He actually sounds just like the original Gomez. Oh wow! When he talks, I think he, I think he's, yeah, that John Aston, who uh, uh, played, and um, John Aston actually went on to do guest appearances on this show a few times as mm-hmm. uh, Grandpapa Adams. <laughs> yeah, so he played, uh, he played like uh, Gomez's dad. So okay, yeah, well, that's kind. Of, yeah, I never really watched. You know the original, or if I did, I don't, I don't really remember. Yeah, I mean, I watched it you from know. time to time. It was never one of my favorites. Okay, I was more of a Munsters so, guy, um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after the BDSM, you know, foreplay, you know, ends, and she keeps them handcuffed. By the way, yeah, um, that's probably part of their game, you know. And then they send off the kids to go trick or treating. They're dressed up as Siskel and Ebert, and um. There's like this whole thing where they're like raiding each other's pranks or whatever, like kind of like how Cisco and Niebuhr would do. By the way, so the kids they they um they committed um, physical assault and attempted murder um, to one of the people that they were trick or treating at because uh, they didn't like their slasher film homage and they were only giving away raisins instead of candy. So you know they decided to electrocute them. You know, which attempted murder, okay. And, um, yeah, and some bully kid was trying to steal their candy, so she put a bomb in his bag and set it off. Yeah, we never really found out what happened to him, so I'm thinking maybe he died. <laughs> I think he died. He probably did. And, you know, hey, he was trying to steal candy, so, you know, serves him right. And, um, yeah, that, complete, and they, that, that completely justifies being killed. <laughs> Oh, of course it does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially if you're a child. There's no forgiveness. No. You do not have the right to, to try to become a better person. If you're 12 and you're a bad person, that's it. You're, yep. you're done. Um, yep. That's that's how it works in the Adams family. And, uh, I mean, I mean, the bullies I had in grade school, I killed all of them. I mean... Well, you know... You got a bunch of, hole, bunch of holes in the back backyard. And... Uh, <laughs> Make, make you know seven feet deep. There's no room for error. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, my dad just sold the house, so these people are gonna have to find me. <laughs> Dig those up, but uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so they they commit murder probably and also attempted murder while they're pretending to be Cisco and Eber. Meanwhile, there's these two burglars um, who are running away from the cops, and they end up um, just going into their yard and. The uh, you know Morticia and Gomez think they're their quote first trick or treaters, which the guy looks like he's in his fifties or sixties. Why would someone okay whatever? And then, um and his son is like thirty, so why would a sixty and thirty year old be trick or treating? Uh, yeah, the okay. the then, the dad was played by uh, 
Jerry Van Dyke from like TV shows like Coach and whatnot. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. He looked familiar to me. I, okay, now I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's Dick Van Dyke's uh, brother. Okay. Yeah. That and was really um. Familiar. Yeah, he was on the TV show Coach, um, also in a show that I'm hoping that we cover in the future for this uh, series um, called My Mother the Car. What? My Mother the Car? Yeah, he was on a sitcom in the uh, in the 60s, I believe, or maybe even 50s, where he played a guy whose mother was reincarnated as a car. Oh, that... Okay, I think I remember something like that. Um, yeah, I think I saw a couple episodes. That was weird. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to find the uh, the pilot so we can cover that sometime, because that lasted like one season. So, Yeah, I think I remember seeing reruns like when my aunt used to like babysit me when I was like a really little kid. It, oh. it, was, it was pretty trippy, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Coach, or the guy from Coach, he's berating his son who he doesn't allow him to call him dad. He has to boss, which, you know, that's a great relationship right there. And not only that, but, you know, you've raised your son to become a burglar. So that's awesome. That's like a twofer right there. And they go in, you know, immediately he starts insulting, you know, Morticia and Gomez, you know, about, you know, who decorated. Oh, by the way, there's lots of stupid jokes. Here's, okay, this one of these things I hate about these shows where, it's, it's not only do they make stupid jokes, because, like, okay, so, like, a stupid joke can be stupid and still make sense. It's just a bad joke. But a lot of these shows from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, like, the jokes don't even make sense. Like, they're not just dumb. Like, there's no, like, so, for example, he's, like, um, are you, like, he's asking, like, Fester, like, because they, they allow themselves to be tied up by the robbers because they think it's, like, a game. And he, like Fester is like, you know, like tie me up tighter. I can still feel my feet or whatever, you know, type of thing. And then the the guy from Coach is like, "What are you, some kind of sadomasochist?" He's like, third degree black belt." I'm like, "What? Like that doesn't even make any sense." Like, what are you talking about? Like, no. Uh, I hate it when shows do that, where it's like, who wrote that and thought that made any contextual sense? Just forget the fact that it's not funny. That's actually secondary to this. Like the joke actually has to make sense, and then if it's funny, that's a bonus point. But I mean, the fact that the show is produced by the same people who produced the Power Rangers. Um. <laughs> okay, um, and there's another joke in there. I forgot what it was. Oh God, I, I just wa- rewatched it like a half hour ago. Um, <laughs> To get to sort of be reacclimated to it, um, I think it was Gomez said something. Oh damn! I wish I could remember it. It, it was so stupid; it made no sense whatsoever. Or maybe it was the guy again saying something like, "Oh, it's like uh, who decorated your house, Martha Stewart's cousin?" Or it's like what? Like <laughs> like so? Mark, okay, we understand Martha Stewart was like a decorator, or at least back then. And why would you assume that, like, her cousin would also be a decorator? And, like, so if you have relatives, they all have to have the same career as you do. So, like, if you're, like, a neuroscientist, all of your children and relatives have to be neuroscientists. Or if you're a basketball player, everyone in your family has to be a basketball player. Like, okay. Isn't everybody in your family a podcaster? No. 
No, not really. So I, I get that's not normal. I guess they should start start connecting. You know, um, <laughs> I really wish I could remember that other joke though. It was so dumb. Damn it, I can't remember. It's okay. <laughs> I've forgotten most of them myself, and I watched the show twice, and yeah. I fell asleep the first time I was watching it. Well, then it should have really got into your subconscious. Then you would have, you know, <laughs> long. No, I think it's because the, it just—it's like brain rot. It's like it's like why would they, why would they come up with this and think that was funny? God damn! I, I'm going to remember as soon as we get done recording. I bet you too. Yeah, it's going to really me off. But okay, so what else happens? Because this is a really weird episode. Well, yeah, I mean the the, I think honestly the best part of it was Pugsley and uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. going trick-or-treating and dressed up as Siskel and Ebert. I did think that was kind of funny, though, that that's what they think is scary. Right. You know, critics are scary. Um, right, yeah. And, uh, by the way, this originally aired on, I'm, I'm just, just noticed, is October 19th, 1998. So, mm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's interesting. Um, I mean, that that was one of my favorite parts. Also, um, they, I mean, they tortured this family because they were going to give them raisins or something. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was kind of funny because, like, the when they went to the house, the uh, they 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 gave like a a critical review of the of the way they were dressed because they were dressed up like one of them was wearing a hockey mask and the other one had a knife in their head. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to scare you, kids. Yeah, um, you didn't scare them. No. Or you wouldn't scare anybody on the face of the planet. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they live in in like fear <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Um, do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and then we'll come back and uh, talk more about the rest of the episode? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll be back. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there.
and we are back. Okay, Matt, yep. so you looked up during the break some of these uh, great jokes that were in the episode. What what were some of them that, you know, stood out to you? <sighs> so, yes, so when they enter the house for the first time, they meet the family, um, the the guy from Coach, um, Jerry Jerry Van Dyke. Um, yeah. He, he looks up at Lurch, you know, Lurch is like eight feet tall or whatever. And he goes, hey, Bigfoot, you eat any good books lately? <laughs> and does a dumbass laugh afterwards. What? Like, what's like what's the joke? Like, it reminds me of the Big Bang Theory when they just started listing off comic book titles, and that was the joke somehow. Like, yeah. How is that? Like, they're just words strung together. It's, it's like saying, hey, cat, did you brush your teeth with ketchup today? And then go for a walk at Disneyland? Like, that's not a joke. That's just random words. I thought Sorry. that was hilarious. <laughs> Makes me angry. Yeah. And the second one, which you point out, actually might sort of make sense, even though it's a, it's a show made for a family channel, ABC Family, I think. They go into the basement where they send them like through a trap door. There's like a bunch of like chains and belts. And he goes, huh, I think we just wandered into Madonna's rec room. Uh, God. Yeah. yeah. BDSM in a kid's show. Twice. Yep. Or three times, technically. Handcuffs at the beginning, rope tie for, for Brother Fester, I guess, and um, not Uncle anymore. And oh no, it's the, it's, the, it's 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 um, it's her brother-in-law. It's a uh, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> brother-in-law Fester. Oh yeah, too. And there's this whole other B plot going on. I mean, the whole episode seemed like a B plot, but like I guess. A B within the B plot. The Mama is 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 Gomez doesn't call Mama. It's Mama, and uh, I'm not Gra- sure. It's, it's Grandmama. Oh, it's Grandmama. Sorry. Yeah. Um. She's like, so like animal cruelty is not part of the episode as well because she has this beast locked into like a cage, like almost like Solomon Grundy would be in Stargirl, and she's trying to kill the beast for dinner. And at one point, she even says. Oh, should I um, should I stuff it before after I kill it this time? Oh, what fun in there would be for that? So we're not just killing animals that we found and locking them up in cages. We're going to torture them first. ABC Family. Uh, yep. And then the animal tries to break free. Unfortunately, doesn't make it, and she kills the beast anyway and then they eat it for dinner yay yep yep so uh basically the way this story ends (laughs) (laughs) is that um the cops bring pugsley and wednesday home and uh then they see the burglars there and the burglars ask them to be arrested because they want to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're freaked out by the family there. Honestly, I would have yeah. just wanted to stay and hang out. I mean, it wasn't that scary, to be honest. No. It really wasn't. Um, I mean, like, 
this isn't like Saw or like, um, you know, what's that movie where they like, they go into a home and it's like all like, just like a horror house, like, sorry, not a horror house, a horror house. Like, like, ha- make sure ha- like House on Haunted Hill or just something, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I've never seen it, but just something like that, yeah. you know, like, this is like all goofy and like, I mean, like, you're afraid of this, like, you, you know, it's supposed to be a lifelong burglar, according to that guy's, you know, his, his, what he said was that he's been, so like, wait, you've been dodging bullets your whole life, literally, probably, and you're afraid of some little, like, goofy haunted house that's, like, whatever. And, and like, overacting, so much overacting from that guy. I mean, don't get me wrong, the guy's a good actor, but, like, he was like, what's the matter with you, Pete? Like, just, like, way over the top. Like, it's like, okay, dude, like, read the room. Like, Yeah, I'm pretty know. sure. I mean, the thing is, Jerry Van Dyke's not a bad actor. And, but I <laughs> right. think that the direction of the show probably <laughs> cuz i mean it's something I, like I mean it. this was on this was like on on it was i think it was actually fox family channel at the time before it became abc okay. family and um this is just basically how all the saban shows were that were on there and stuff cuz i mean they had like the the uh power rangers stuff they also had um the ninja turtles the next mutation or something and <laughs> wow all these other crappy you know attempts at humor and stuff on these things i don't know and you know family channel was kind of messed up then anyways so, right yeah so uh would you like me to um read some reviews here matt of this show yeah go ahead Okay, here's a uh, 4 out of 10 that was written in July of 2011 by The Little Songbird. Their headline is, Not an Adam's Family to Die For. At first, I intensely disliked this series. On rewatch, it's not, not bad as such, and creatively not as bad as I remember, but I still don't like it very much. And just for the record, this is coming from a fan of the original series and from someone who very much liked the two movies. The Adams Family reunion, however, was a mess despite me being a big fan of Tim Curry. <laughs> I will get to what I like about the new Adams Family out of the way first. First and foremost, um, Glenn Taranto as Gomez. He is note perfect in the role, and you can tell he was studying the original series as he was preparing for the role. And for fans of the original series, um, will love the original Gomez, uh, John Aston as Grandpapa. The uh, the costume and set di- design are far from cheap either. The settings are meticulous and convincing looking house. The effects are not slapdash. Um. And the costumes are more than just fancy dress. The music is still iconic and fitting, too. Okay. Um, (laughs) However, I didn't like how the series presented the Addams Family themselves. Instead of a loving, genuinely caring family, they are more like criminals in this one. I know the... (laughs) 
Barry Seinfeld movies um, had somewhat different representation of the family, but how they're presented here and their actions makes the Seinfeld movies tame in comparison. The series just wasn't funny here. The writing wasn't wasn't surreal or subtle enough, and the slapstick is rather tired and predictable. The stories were rather uneven for me. There are some decent ones, like the first episode and the one with Fester as Santa at the mall, but others feel as though they're increasingly running out of ideas. The acting, apart from... Toronto and Aston didn't impress me. Morticia tries too hard and is too expressive. Um, Michael Roberts overdoes it embarrassingly as Fester, and Pugsley is forgettable. Nicole uh, Fergari fares better. She is much more comfortable than she is in the Adams Family reunion, and she has some great deadpan delivery. However, while it was more the fault of the writers, her Wednesday seemed more a pale imitation of Christina Ricci's. Overall, I know judging from what I've said, I'm going against the tide, but while it's not a complete disgrace, I didn't care for it. Four out of ten. Um, a decent okay. review, at least. Yeah. The next one is um, from somebody named Bored Dragon. On September 21st of 2018, it's a 4 out of 10 as well. It says, I can't watch this. Yet they gave it a 4 out of 10. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the original series, and because of that, I'm going. I'm giving a chance to every adaptation of Adams. Um, movies were okay, although not even close to the original show. Um Animated series was unwatchable, and now there's this. <coughs> the New Adams Family is a color remake of the original series. Although story and humor are quite similar, the new cast is way below the original, both in looks and performance, and overall atmosphere leaves an impression of parody rather than a remake. I cannot say it is especially bad, and if I didn't watch the series from the 60s, maybe I wouldn't even like this a bit. But I did watch it, and I love it very much, so I experienced this as a blasphemy. And it was literally painful for me to watch. But they gave it a 4 <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> That's, you know, 40%. I mean, it's, yeah. I would say 1 out of 10 would be painful to watch or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would give it... I'd give it a lot lower score if that was my my f feeling. Um, <laughs> here's a 10 out of 10. Oh, boy. Okay. John Six Daniels wrote on July 26th of 2019, Dark, creepy, fun, and enjoyable. This show is a dark, beautiful show. I like it because they mix horror, satire, emotion, and jokes in it while remaining as a children's show. Many moms will become crybabies over this show. I grew up as a child watching this show, and I didn't want to harm anyone, and I didn't get any nightmares. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, your moms might be crying more so about the 
the stuff about BDSM throughout the whole episode and planting ideas into people. Uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's properly, perfectly appropriate for children just because it didn't make you want to kill anybody. Yeah, of course. I mean, that makes sense, right? I mean, I used to play Grand Theft Auto and, you, you know, you could cut people's head off with the sword and you know, I didn't want to kill anyone in real life because of that. So that means totally okay if a five-year-old plays it, you know? I mean, that's the logic, right? So, Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, heck, let a baby play it. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, that game also allows to, you know, um, literally kill prostitutes. You know, that's a great message, you know, to send to little Timmy or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, for Timmy or run people over with a car. You can, hey, you can even kill cops. And, and, yeah, and sex workers, out. sex workers are, are, are not human. So you can kill them, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, people at the beach were just hanging out at the beach. You can run them over with your car. Yeah. So totally okay for a four year. No, it's not as bad <laughs> as that. But I'm just saying, but I'm just saying the, 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 the gratuitous, gratuitous, references the BDSM three times in a 22 minute long episode. It's a little bit much like, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Um, yeah, I could read more reviews, but it's pretty much more of the same. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, what did you think? Do you think anybody should watch this? It's all right. I mean, you know, if like, not really, but like, if you want to like, kind of like do what we do where you just want to watch something bad on purpose it's fine it's 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 not it's not so bad to the point where it's not even fun to watch something that's bad because we've done that a few times too where like there's no redeeming qualities for it being bad it's just yeah. bad you know? so it's it's not like that you know if you want to like have like a drink or eat some taco bell and you just want to watch something stupid I, I mean, it'd be a weird thing to load up. I mean, I don't think it would be on anyone's first thing on their mind of like, oh, let's go watch the new Adams Family from 1998. But hey, if you want to, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, because like the the reviews, I, I I watched a little bit of the Adams Family 2019 movie, the animated movie, mm-hmm. and I couldn't make it more than like 15 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Wow. And um, and then that got a sequel. Um, <laughs> there is a uh, there is a Wednesday Adams uh, TV show coming out on Netflix soon that uh, Tim Burton is producing. Oh wow! So that 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 should be interesting, and it's got a uh, interesting casting of Gomez. Um, Luis Guzman is playing Gomez. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. Glendale Community College alumni. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Season three. I mean, Greendale, not Glendale. Greendale. Sorry. It's a Glendale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Greendale. Uh, yeah. He was supposed to do a commercial for. Uh, yeah. That's a good episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see what. Uh, how that turns out, hopefully it fares better. Maybe we'll cover it for a future episode or something um, once it comes out. Um, if you want us to, let us know. Send me a message at mike at Um 
also, um, actually, before we wrap things off, any other thoughts before we wrap things up here, Matt, about this episode? Nah, no, I'm good. Okay, so, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> make sure you uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that you can review us. Um, check out all2real2.com for any kind of links to any of our, our stuff. We've got a, got a TikTok. I put an, up a new TikTok video today. Um, as we record this, so you know, we'll see how that goes. Maybe the TikTok will get us people listening. You know, if you got any ideas for us to do stuff on TikTok, let me know. Um, again, Mike at CullenPark.com. Um, also, um, you know, check out our Patreon. You can uh, help support the show that way. Also, our T Public. You can get some uh, T-shirts and stuff. Um, I mean, maybe we'll make a. Well, maybe we'll make a. Uh, t-shirt that says uh something about what what was that madonna's what <laughs> madonna's rec room <laughs> yeah we'll make a Madon- madonna's rec room t-shirt maybe um we'll see um like the mcdonald's <laughs> yeah mcdonald's uh slice Mc- of madonna <laughs> mcdonald's <laughs> oh god oh god wow yeah we <laughs> might not be making that anyways but <laughs> oh no no yeah <laughs> no <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, check that out. Check out our T public, like I just said. Also, um, you know, tell your friends about the show. Um, you know, have a happy Halloween. Um, <laughs> you know, just be kind to each other. Be safe. Don't blow yeah. up people. <laughs> no, no. Don't don't commit attempted murder. No. Yes. Or or fulfill the murder. You know, attempted yeah. murder's bad. Okay. Actually killing somebody's worse. Um yeah. the uh also um, you know right. wear a mask, people. Especially if you're trick or treating, because you know that's appropriate. And um <laughs> wear like a Michael Myers mask, um a hockey mask. Wear a condom. And, um, bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.